Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. This is Mike. I will be uh, guiding us here the next two hours on the program. Promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Don't do it by myself. Not a chance in heck I could do it by myself. Uh, On my left is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. I used to think, you know, ra- around the world and across the nation was a stretch, but yep. after doing the stats, oh man, right? Wow, oh yeah, guess they're not kidding. Yeah, we we uh, we got that reach. We got we yeah. got uh, Cambodia under our thumbs. So we got it. <laughs> holy crap! People actually listen. Yeah, I know, right? It's uh, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Let's. Uh, what I wonder what they're talking about. Let's listen in. No, I don't hear anything either. I guess they're just waiting for us. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess we got to do something. <laughs> um, hey, w- welcome back to the program. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's always a great uh, great time checking in with everybody here, uh, and uh, you know, once a week, and um, we like to get caught up on, on how how your week's been. So, uh, uh, Earl, how are how are things in the in the week of Earl this week? Good, good, keeping busy. Uh, as, as usual, uh, you know anybody that does any driving knows there's a lot of 18 wheelers out there. I'm one of mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good though. I, you uh, have you done any? Have you done the sightseeing yet? I know you're you're, you're kind of getting into your route I a little bit. Ke- I keep trying to. Uh, basically, what I got to work on, I got to wait till uh, a lot more of the <coughs> oh, crap uh, <laughs> COVID restrictions loose, oh, gotcha. loosen up. Gotcha. Uh, because uh, then I can, you know, catch, you know, like catch an Uber or a Lyft yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Right. Because, you know, company policy, they'll they'll let me use the truck for, for quote, unquote, personal use. Right. But that's just like going from the terminal to the hotel and maybe right. grabbing something to eat on the way. It's not go sightseeing around town. It's a safety thing, too. Listen, yeah. you, you start yeah. taking a truck through the drive through of the fast food place like that, it's a... Uh, I can do it. I know you can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have any doubt in the world. I've, I've seen that kind of maneuver, you know, but, uh, you know, that's how they're looking about yeah, it. Yeah, I understand. You know? I understand. It. Uh, so I get it. I get it. Um, well, that's good. That's good. It'll happen soon enough, like you said. Um, I... Uh, it was this past week. This 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 week, I went to speaking of the, you know COVID restrictions and all that nonsense. I went to um, uh, 
doctor's office follow-up. Just routine follow-up from something uh, months ago. Turn and, your head uh, and cough? Yeah, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> uh, but, but, oh, but almost. But Jellyfinger, huh? Ooh, Dr. Jellyfinger. The old snap of the rubber glove, you know? Right, uh, right, uh, that's, the, that's the scariest noise in the world to a man over 40. It's that snap of the rubber glove. So I go in there, and, I'm, and, and they sent me uh, at... Um, you know, a message uh, ahead of time, make sure you're here on time, right? So I, I get in there at the proper appointed place a couple minutes ahead of time. And, like, as I'm sitting there at my appointment time, it says, I get a text that says, check in. Well, I, I look, there's no place to check in. But on my phone, it gives me a little, okay, you know, tap here to mm-hmm, check in. Mm-hmm. So I checked in, no worries. Uh, hey, did you fill out this paperwork? Well, yeah, I did fill it out. Well, I'll scroll through it. I've already filled this out. Um, about 10 minutes goes by, the woman behind the counter says, um, do you need help with something, sir? And I'm like, well, I have an appointment. <laughs> you know, uh, and she's like, oh, okay, let me, what's your name? And she gave me the information. She said, uh, did you fill out this paperwork? I'm like, I, actually, like twice, I'm pretty sure I filled it out now. And she asked if I could uh, fill it out again, do it uh, on, on hard course. copy. Yeah, sure. The one thing I did notice, and folks, uh, pay attention to this, there was a... Uh, uh, and they wanted me to scan in a copy of my insurance card when I was checking in on my phone. Okay, I get that. It's just my insurance card. You know, if my social was on there, maybe that would be a little more concerning. But then they wanted me to scan in my driver's license. And I was like, no. I mean, I don't have a problem giving them a copy of my driver's license when I get there. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to put it on a copy machine, make a hard copy, stick it in a folder, do whatever like they do. Uh, well, they wanted me to scan in my driver's license. Folks, if you scan in your driver's license and send it somewhere... You better be damn sure of all their security measures and everything else, because as soon as you start scanning in your primary form of identification, that's how you get your ID stolen from you, your identity stolen from you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, or you've been through that before. You had a truck drive. You've checked it at a gate somewhere driving the truck, and they wanted to keep your license while you're in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, they. I, I don't like giving them my driver's license just because of the, those privacy issues, but I do realize driver's license information is public record and all that, and. I handed it to the guard, expecting him to, you know, make a copy of yeah. it, look at it, you know, write the number down or something like that. And he motions to me, okay, you can head on in. I'll hand, ha- hang on to this while you're in there. Uh, no. Right, right. I, I can't operate this vehicle without that in my possession. Yeah. And that it was the rules. Yeah. And we went round and round for a while. I mean, it went way up the, way up the ladder with my boss and right. his boss. And finally they said, well, how about... If you know somebody from inside the the complex comes out and makes a copy, sure, not a problem. Yeah. Guy comes out on a golf cart a few minutes later and is like, "Okay, you know, give me your license. I'll I'll run in and make a copy of it. How about I jump in and go with you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. Pull <laughs> right. you know, pull over here and I park right. there. Right. And I walk in. And I walk in with him and you know walk into the you know a, an office in a, in a large warehouse and there are. Uh, three to five other guys in that office and everything. As I walk in, everybody turns and looks at me. And I'm kind of like, I suddenly get self-conscious. I'm like, okay. Ruh-roh. what? Yeah, what did I do? Yep. And somebody speaks up. It's like, are you the driver that's uh, giving the, the guard a hard time about oh. uh, ha- hanging on to your license? Oh, is that how it is now? I'm like, yeah. Man, we wish all the drivers were like you. Those guys are jerks. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, so I, I went in and um, uh, as all my all the questions were done, they said, "Okay, you're ready to go in the back. You have to put a mask on." I said, "I know, I, I I don't." She goes, "Well, do you, do you need one?" I go, 
no, I don't, I don't need one. I'm good. She goes, well, you have to wear a mask. I said, well, I actually don't have to wear a mask. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Um, she said, well, then you can't go in the back. I said, well, I'm all right with that. Is the, you know, the doc going to come out here? I mean, you guys made this appointment, not me. Um, well, let me see what the doctor says. And I came back and he said, the doctor says you should wear a mask back here. I said, okay, well then, I mean, I guess cancel my appointment. And they're like, well, we need, you know, we need the copay. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't get seen by anybody. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I haven't been uh, seen. And the, uh, the doctor says, uh, uh, um, the doctor finally comes out and goes, what well, can I just ask why? I go, because I'm healthy, doc. There's no reason to. Um, and the doctor brought up, well, is it because the, you know, the, the CDC and the governor said we don't have to? I go, no, that's all good, but I've been not wearing my mask for a lot longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, it's just, uh, I, I don't, I'm healthy. I'm good. Listen, if this, is, uh, if this ward was the infectious disease ward, I would, but I'm here to get my knee checked. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's not like a big deal. Um, and as I was like, I actually said, are there a lot of airborne viral knee diseases I should be worried about? Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, they said, uh, well, you could do a virtual appointment if you want. And I'm like, uh, okay. I mean, yeah, it doesn't like, bother again, me any. You, yeah. you started this. Yeah. So I left. And the doc asked, he goes, listen, let me ask you for real, though. Um, is that the reason why you wouldn't? I said, yeah. And he goes, I have a meeting Thursday with our board of directors. And we're tired of this mass nonsense. And I said, well, here's, here's what you could tell them. You have the right to refuse to see me without a mask. I also have the right to stop giving you money yeah. <laughs> you know, by exactly. choosing you. I'll just choose another provider. Yeah. And they were like, um, can I quote you on that? And I'm like, call me up. I'll tell sure. them over the phone. Put me on speakerphone. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So it was kind of like a little victory, but uh, then I had to go through the nonsense of a Zoom appointment, which was, you ever try to show your knee to a, a, your phone camera? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from uh, the uh, the magswag.com studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR 15, AR 10, and AK 47 style rifles for nearly three decades. Hey, I don't think I've ever asked, but do you want me to start music around break times, or do you kind of want me to like wait and listen for your cue to start music? Oh, yeah, we got hard times. Yeah, because because of, of the uh, the network. I didn't give those to you. Right, right, right. Yeah. What's that? I said, yeah, we've got hard times because of the syndication. Right, right, right. I, I, I try to hit those every time, but oh. uh, I'll just go ahead and like instead of cutting the music short, like I'll just like hit it at like twenty seconds before. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. Okay, cool. Awesome. A proud okay. supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA, defining tactical excellence for over twenty-six years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower well, engine can, capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. Just, just, just but in the hands you know, of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. One minute. One minute. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Oh, excuse me. Ten seconds. Day. So Ten seconds. And our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Hey, Earl, uh, we were just having the conversation during the break, and uh, you know, we were going to do this story like a regular story, but I've decided we're going to do that differently. I think we decided we're going to do it a little differently. Um, All right. Folks, there's a, there's a story here from um, uh, from Lee Williams, good friend, uh, the, the gun writer, Lee Williams. And he is uh, just a great guy, great instructor. He's, he's worked for, I mean, like a le- like legitimate for reals. Um, for reals? For, for reals. Uh, um, of a uh, of a journalist, you know, so he is uh, he's got he's got it he's got everything down he's a, the real deal. And then our other good friend uh, A W R Hawkins, who writes for uh, for Breitbart, and he does a lot of video stuff, a lot of video series, things of, things of that nature. They got into a uh, like a journalism tete a tete between yeah, the two yeah, of them over the past uh, past week or two. Uh, and I thought it would be interesting to uh, to I'm just going to share quickly their points of views. And oh then, yeah, and then we're going to give them ours. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. They, they, you were going to dive down this rabbit hole if if they well, want. Once we make this rabbit hole a little bit, better. that's right. We just gotta wiggle around a little bit. Um, oh, hey, 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 oh, hey, hey, face out, face out, face out when you're doing that. <laughs> face out when you're doing that. Hands above the table. Uh, 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 let's see. We got. Um, uh, and if you want to check out Lee, it's a it's at the Gunwriter. Go to thegunwriter.com or Google him up the Gunwriter. And obviously, if you want to see it's, AWR, it's actually this is a long one. It's actually thegunwriter.substack.com. I, I think that I think there's a shortcut if you go gunwriter.com. TheGunWriter.com. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's I his old so. school. I hope so. Yeah, if not, we're, we're, we're pumping somebody else. Send uh, us a check, baby. Send ooh, us a check. yeah. Um, and then uh, AWR, you can find him over at uh, Breitbart. Just go to Breitbart and put, and it's th- the three letters, A, W, and R. That's his first name, the letters AWR. Does he go by AW? Or you got to throw in the AWR? You're like, A, you're like, A, A. A, W. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a matter of... Uh, 
it's a matter of a, a you know a familiarity. You know yeah, how many yeah, letters yeah, you're going to yeah, throw yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Lee says the the AR or the AR platform is the best for home defense, mm-hmm. and AWR says the shotgun is the best for home defense. That's the crux of their stories. Now they go back and forth, and they got great reasons. But rather than tell you what their reasons are for their choices, Earl and I are going to give you what our reasons are for our choices. Yeah. Okay, that, that, as far as we care about their Exactly right. Their, yeah, we're done. We're done. Right. Gave, yeah, we we pumped them. We sold the radio. Now we'll on to now. us. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Back to the Th- important this, folks. This is our show, not their <laughs> show. <laughs> Exactamundo. Um, Earl, I, I'll let you take it. I'll let you, I'll let you, let you wander away. You can, you know, we got to critique theirs first or go straight into ours. It doesn't matter. I'm going to do a little bit of both. There we go. I like it. I like it. On the reasons given... With, uh, I agree with Lee that the uh, AR is lighter, higher round count. Uh, it's easier to maneuver. Uh, typically, a little bit more precise. You know, one five five six round from versus typically, a you know, uh, double lot buck or yeah. you know buckshot yeah. or right, any right. type on a twelve gauge. The AR is going to be lighter, and also too, the AR has less recoil than the standard 12 gauge i mean you make, it, make it into a 20 gauge yeah. 410 something yeah. like that but right. i'm just going to go with what 98 yep. percent of all shotguns made or 12 gauge yep 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 probably so so i i will i will agree with with lee between these two particular platforms the ar is the better choice for home defense for his, his you know agreed reasons you know easier to go from uh Target to target, and also follow-up shots. Right, right. Because, yeah. again, listeners, forget everything you, you've seen in TV and movies. Right. You know, very rarely does this one-shot stop happen. You've got to do multiple rounds. And follow-up on a 12-gauge is a little bit tougher. Now, I will give AWR credit. A 12-gauge pump shotgun is a very versatile and capable platform. Yes, it is. Uh Somewhere in the article, I don't remember who owned it, but somebody mentioned that their their defense slash fighting shotgun has like seven rounds. I will concede in a heartbeat, tw- seven rounds of 12-gauge double-lot buck yeah. will end 99.99% arguments. Yeah. yeah. That's but, 63 rounds of 32 caliber pellets coming at you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But... I will have to also mention as well that running a 12-gauge is a little bit more complicated, a 12-gauge pump in particular, a little bit more complicated than running an AR. Yep. I'm not saying it's it's impossible. You've just you got oh, to be yeah. a little bit more trained. Yep. But then where I defer from both of them, my personal opinion for a home defense platform is a handgun. I um, I like where you're going with this. Uh huh. I, I, I do. Um, I I will say that um, I think that the, the the AR is a pretty universal, can be used for anything kind of weapon. Um, and I'm talking like a standard. Well, I'm gonna say I was gonna say, almost said 14 and a half inch barrel, a standard 16 inch barrel, the yeah, civilian you're, legal. You're, you're not in uniform. Right. Right. Um, and. Um, uh, you know, but listen, a 16-inch barrel is very long. If you know how to short-stock a weapon. Firearm? Uh, it's, it's a, 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 a firearm. If you know how to short-stop the firearm, the rifle, 
uh, you can make that rifle a lot shorter than Folks, it really is. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, sure you're, you're gonna you're, you can sympathize with me trying to convince <laughs> a a you know 20 plus year military person it's not a weapon, it's a firearm. <laughs> That's right. I'm the weapon. This is uh, my firearm. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, you know, and, and it's very versatile, very very useful. I, I love it. Um, the um, the shotgun and listen, AWR. He's one of them boy. He's a Kentucky boy. Oh yeah. But now he lives out there in uh, in Arizona in uh, in the foothills of the the high mountain desert. So I mean, he's got like cougars and stuff running around his backyard, and mm-hmm. uh, so he's got all sorts of stuff. So he he likes that shotgun. He likes that double aught buck, and even like I think it was Dave Chappelle did the 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 skit on it where he would put, you know, I put in buckshot, then I put in some uh, bird shot. He goes first you. First you put them down, or first you pepper them. He goes, you, you give them a little peppering. You go clack clack, boom, and you just pepper them. Then the next one is the buckshot. You go clack clack, buckshot, boom, and you put them down. And, and he said, you know, and it was just funny the way he did it, but you could stage how, with what kind of ammo you want in there. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's and, one of the beauties of yeah, it. Yeah, and, and both very versatile weapons. I will say this, and you pointed Fire out, arms. most people don't say this. I'm um, oh, sorry, yeah, ver- ver- firearms. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that the that the, the pump action shotgun. If you set it up into a cruiser ready kind of configuration mm-hmm. it's ready to go but if you have to go over there and you're like okay is it locked do i have to hit the release button is there one in the chamber um because they're kept in many different ways right um and in the middle of the night it's okay is this one with a, a mossberg style with the with the button on the trigger guard is this a uh, um, remington style with the button on top of the uh, the back strap flip um, those Okay. Mo- Mossberg has the safety on, the top? Safety okay. on the top, and and Remington has the, See, the I carry, but- button. I carry an Ithaca, and it's it's a bottom <laughs> one. And it's, I started getting into that, and I'm like, should I say Ithaca? I know Ithaca. Yeah, I carry, you, you just want an Ithaca because it slam fires. I love my slam fires. Uh, <laughs> and and um, uh, very versatile, uh, and, and and so is the AR. If the ATF is listening, Mike's Ithaca doesn't slam fire. Oh, it's it's uh, it's it's in theory. Yeah, yeah. Hypothet- asking for a friend. In, in there, exactly right. Yeah, I love <laughs> the one that did slam fire. Boating accident. Yeah, boating yeah. accident. Lost. Dang um, it, that was a now, good folks, shotgun. For for those that are listening, it's it's one that um, it's a pre sixty seven. Uh, it came that way. It's not a machine gun. It's a safety feature more than anything else at this point. Uh, perfectly legal. It's to not own. a design flaw. No, it's a feature. It is. It is. Um, and it was really great for clearing trenches in World War One, which that's, is what it was designed I was for. Say that's where it came up. Yeah, that's yeah. where they came up with it. Um, that way, you didn't have to go, you know, clack clack, pull the trigger. It was just clack boom, clack boom, and you just you just pumped it down onto the firing pin. Um, so, I, I, I am in agreement with you on this, Earl. I mean, uh, Lee made some great arguments for the AR, and I've used ARs for clearing buildings like oh, you wouldn't yeah. believe. Uh, I've used shotguns for doing the same, um, but there's a uh, that uh, that. Dedicated home defense, I think, is the pistol. And uh, we're not going to give it away. We're going to wait till we get back from the break to talk about what kind of pistols we think. You know, And, and, and I'll, I will expound upon a little bit of why. Oh, yeah. Absolutely why. Yeah. Now, listen, if all you got is a... Oh, gots. Where am I from? If all you has... All you has? Where's that all, from? All of you... All if you if have, all you have is... If all you have is... The is, AR is, now. Is it sad? I understood every every, every iteration <laughs> yeah, you, you used. Yeah, you did. Uh, we've been together too long, yeah. <laughs> um, if uh, if all you have is that shotgun or all you have is that AR, you're good. We're not saying go out and get something else. We're, we're, we're saying don't worry. We just we think there's other levels to go to to get to the, the premier home defense firearm. 
in our opinion. In in in, in my opinion. In my opinion. In theory. In theory. So that's where we stick. We're, we're doing so. And also hey, remember, you know what they say: opinions are like. Uh, everybody's got. Everybody one. got one. Uh, hey, stick around. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We will be back after the break. started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, Take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. Hey, you, you know what's weird, Earl, is um, I do, um, I've been doing, doing the rundown during the week with, uh, it's with, only with Craig weird Deleuze. first time. Oh, that's true, that's true. Um, yeah. yeah, once you get loosened up, you're good to go. Um, the... Um, <laughs> And I use the same equipment that we use to do our radio broadcast. Plus, plus I have a, a webcam for when I do the uh, the, the shows Ooh, with Craig. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, listen, I keep that that uh, that 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 flap down on it all the time, just no, in case. I, yeah. I was just talking about you in front of a camera. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I keep that camera flap down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's um, it's the same identical equipment, but because we're using Craig's broadcast servers rather than ours. We're going to have to, have to go back through and change all of our settings before we do the radio show. Of course. Yeah, Computers so, are involved. So that's why, folks, if you're listening to us the first minute or two and it sounds like we're chasing levels and our volumes are going up or down, yeah. that's that's why. Because we're like, wait, that should be I normal. I can't hear you. <laughs> what? 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 Exactly. Exactly right. Hey, last segment, we were talking to you about the preferred 
platform. Plat- I was going to say firearm, but because uh, I had weapon on my tongue. Yeah, uh, I but know. preferred platform for home defense. Firearm, mm-hmm. not weapon, not weapon. Because Earl, you're the weapon. The Glock's the firearm. It's a tool. It's a wait. You're a tool. Or no, the, the no. <laughs> I'm the weapon. Your thing on my hip is a tool. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's on your hip, huh? Yeah, okay. Well, um, right now. <laughs> so we had uh, good friends uh, wrote an article about it. They wrote a couple of uh, battling back and forth, playful battling back and forth articles. Lee Williams, the gun writer, and AWR Hawkins from uh, Breitbart. And uh, Lee says the rifle, uh, the AR, AR platform, yep. mm-hmm. and, uh, and AWR says the shotgun. Yes. We kind of gave where we were going, and then boom, it's Earl, and Earl says pistol. Yep, pistol. Hey, you know, whether it be a pistol or revolver. But the reason being, it can be operated one-handed. Mm. While shotgun and AR... Can be fired one-handed, and AR, you know, being semi-automatic, will yep. give you allow you follow-up shots. You know, you can fire the shotgun. You know, I'm assuming pump shotgun. It could be a semi-auto shotgun as well. But it's going to take a heck of a lot more practice and training. And I'm I'm a realist. Unfortunately, most firearms owners, whether for home defense, personal protection, whatever the reason they own own it, it's a sad reality typically the only top one percent go out and get quote unquote i'm doing air quotes folks you can't see it uh one percent get formal training you mean like home defense training or just regular training of any kind even even as much as we advocate getting a concealed carry permit going out and you know all that right it's it's a sad state of affairs but the only one top one percent of firearms owners go out and get professional training. While as much as I do advocate that, I want every firearm owner to be as highly trained as they can be. But then also, I don't remember seeing anything in the Second Amendment that says something about training requirements. Yeah, we are we are we are identical on that, Earl. I want to see firearm owners get as much training as they can possibly. Find and afford, and I believe that zero training should be mandatory to exercise your Second Amendment rights. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the reason I say a handgun would be the best platform for home defense is, and and unfortunately Kevin's not here to be a legal sounding board. I do realize there are legal justific or legal issues of if you know. You wake up at three o'clock in the in the morning. You know, you're woken by sound of glass breaking or something like that. Yes, legally, I know it is not a good idea to grab my handgun or any firearm and run out through my house and start clearing my house. Right, right, right. I'm a homeowner. This is my castle. Yep. I'm probably gonna do it. Yeah. But even though, get that aside. On you know. Well, I say I'm going to say fortunately, my my one child is grown now and has moved out. But for I'm going to say the stereotypical uh, head of household, you know, mom and dad are in one bedroom, the child or children are in other bedrooms, probably according to most floor plans on the other side of the house. So, and. I'm going to be sexist. Dad is going to grab the firearm and go and and 
nothing offensive in his plan. He's thinking defensive. But I need to go get my children and bring them into my room with my wife so I can defend all of them at once in one room. Dad's got to open doors. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to operate a both an AR and a shotgun typically are going to be a two-handed right. platform. Right. Handguns, one hand, can be much easier a one-handed platform. Yes. Yeah, you listen, it can, and I understand exactly what you're saying. Shooting with the shooting with the with a, a, a rifle, you could obviously shoot an AR one-handed. It's capable of shooting one-handed, but for that control, you know, if I want to, you know, reach out and, you know, push somebody down, I want to grab a door and open it up. I, I have instead of having a four-inch barrel, that all I have to do is shield and pull back and keep secure. I, I, you know, with an AR, I've got 16-inch. Well, I've got plus the. Uh, the upper itself, so I've got 20, 22 inches sticking out in front of me yep. with that AR. Yep. Um, that's it's much easier to pull that firearm back, that pistol. Now, if you have a separate flashlight, you're gonna need that separate hand. Most pistols we'd recommend have a flashlight on, especially a home defense gun. All all my carry firearm right. uh, handguns, which would be one of the ones I would grab off the nightstand, have a flashlight on them. Yeah, and that's that's the uh, the best. And, and why on why on all, Earl? Because you never know when something's going to happen at night or inside of a room, you know, someplace that there's no sunlight. Listen, uh, um, daytime. Exactly right. You know, you, you open a open a garage door and there's no light in there and it's not the light, the sun shining in. Mm-hmm. Open the back of, a, I don't know, an 18 wheeler truck and you got to get something out of there. Uh, you know, or it's you're just plausible. A, any, it's, any place out there, and you it's keep not it. Company policy. No, no, plausible. definitely not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I was just a, <laughs> just as an example. We know the Earl follows company policy. Um, the uh, you you have, and then you keep it on all the firearms, so you have uh, you have the uniformity across your platforms. I'm, that way, there's I'm always. Vi- I'm very simple. It's all, you know, I do it on one. I got to do it on all of them. I have a, a friend. I was talking to yesterday. Uh, a coworker, and he said he wants to get three guns. He's looking to get three guns. Just three? He, well, he's he's trying to bump bump it up. He wants one for the office. He wants one for work, and he wants one for. Um, Doesn't he work w- in the office? I'm sorry. One for <laughs> uh, one for one for home. Okay. One for okay. Home, like a carry gun at home. Okay. Um, a work gun. Okay. And then he wants one for like uh, uh, when he goes to work out and stuff. Um, all right. And, and, he, and he had these great plan. He had three different guns he told me about. Uh, they're all three wonderful guns. And I said, uh, are you familiar with them? He goes, well, I am familiar with the SIG. And he was looking to get a smaller SIG. I said, um, well, then let's get three SIGs or three Glocks or you know three of the same kind of guns. Because if you're going to carry them all differently and different times for different reasons, you want that uniformity across the platform. You want the muscle memory to be the same. Exactly. That's the beauty of a Glock. Exactly. And that really excels beyond a SIG because from SIG to SIG, it gets a little different. Yeah. From Glock to Glock, the only difference is, is how big is it? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and as I say, that just to give our listeners a little backstory on my, you know, I, I've, I've, if you've listened for any, any short period of time, yes, I'm a Glock guy. Do I believe the a Glock platform is the end-all, be-all? No. It works for me. Right. And I, what, what little bit of training I have is on a Glock platform and also uh, I'm, I w- was at the one point in time a a current Glock armor. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I know its issues. I know how to fix them. I know how to work on it. Yeah. And like you just said, you know, the 
whether it's a slim frame or it's a double stack, the the uh, platform is going to operate the same. And so then when my wife started getting interested in being a concealed carry carrier, I pushed, I'll, I'll admit it, I pushed her towards a Glock 19. That way, if we're ever on a road trip, it's hand me a mag. Yeah. Not give me one of my mags, not one of your mags. Yeah. You know, it's like the both platform, you know, we both carry two different handguns, but they both run on the same magazines. Yep. Yep, I remember that conversation. It was uh, you said, "Hey, Mrs. Earl, I totally support you firing a, or firing and owning a Glock uh, firearm." Exactly. <laughs> just, exactly. A, a what? A what? A what? Uh huh. So that's just the way it works. There you uh, go, honey. Yeah, the the versatility of of the handgun of the firearm, whatever it happens to be, I think that's the one to have. There's listen, and for me, Earl, the handgun, if the poop goes really bad, is just there to get me to the bigger guns anyway. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. 
There we go. Hey, there we go. There we go. There we go. Buttons. Turn the microphones there we are. There we are. on. There we are. Come on. There we are. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studio. Sorry about that, Colton. I know you were probably freaking out there thinking <laughs> uh, it was uh, uh, what's the going on? Year what's end. going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. What do I do? What do I do? Earl was showing me something here, and uh, we just uh, we we got a little distracted. Yeah. We got a little distracted. The, the he, joys of live radio. He was showing me. A, he was showing me a firearm, not a weapon. A firearm. Exactly. He was actually chastising me over that. Is what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Listen, damn it! Here's the deal. Um, let's uh, let's talk for a moment about um, the. Uh, do, you, do you remember the McCluskeys? Yes, McCluskeys? I do. Okay, the McCluskeys were the were the uh, the couple in St. Louis that um, when uh, when the BLM protesters showed up to their property. Uh, they you, came outside you mean with trespassed in their neighborhood. Oh yeah, yeah. Bro- let's be sure. Let's be clear, yeah, clear on yeah. this. They, they broke down the gate, coming into the private neighborhood. Uh, we're on the private street, and we're at the edge of the uh, the property owners here, uh, the McCluskeys. Now they're both attorneys. I don't know what kind of attorneys. I think one does a, a little bit of uh, yeah, a personal injury, but I don't remember what the other like one that. does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Per- both both personal injury. I don't know why that the article we're, we're referencing from had to. Had to uh, make sure they mentioned they're both personal injury attorneys in their sixties. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, he, he looks is, pretty is, good is, for his sixties. Is, is there a maximum age? You're looking at him. I'm looking at her. She's not bad for her sixties. You think so? We could probably hey. get a hold of him, do an interview. You know? Okay. We're in that kind of you know we're in that business. Yeah. Oh, we we, we so. know people. Well, we we know a couple of people. I yeah. mean, I know you. You know me. <laughs> we got Kevin. It's a, you know. He, oh, okay. We're, he, we're he, set. He can make an we're attorney set. phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, dude. Yeah. Attorney. I'd like to make a personal phone call, attorney to attorney. <laughs> 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 well, hold on one second, sir. One second, sir. <laughs> there we go. Get, get there right we in. go. Uh, you know, and I love the way this uh, this article talks. The, the the man who brandished his gun. Oh yeah, you know, brandished. Yeah, and and also they had. Uh, I'm trying. I'm jumping ahead of you, but they had to mention. You know, they put it in there that you know the the peaceful Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, you you completely left yeah. out the aspect of they destroyed private property to trespass on private property. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that. That's not that's not peaceful in my opinion. No, it is it is definitely not. It is definitely not. Um, they uh, they were charged ended up being charged with uh, and I forget what the what the Missouri law is for it. Now remember the St. Louis prosecutor was one of the ones that um, uh, got uh, in. She was elected as prosecutor after the Michael Brown case when uh-huh. uh, in the you know, the Ferguson riots and she got in. She said she wanted to you know dismantle cops and all that. So that was uh, that was her platform, and I believe she's facing right now uh, removal from the from the uh, uh, the bar association. Good, she's going to be disbarred as an attorney here. It looks like for some of the nonsense she did uh, during or and after that period. Well, they they ended up did uh, catch they, they caught a charge. I don't know what it was if it was brandishing or if it was uh, an assault. They called it with a firearm, you know, aggravated assault or threat with a firearm, depending on you know where you're from. Well. They pled not guilty, and their case is set to go to trial in November. Uh, and I don't think there's anybody out there that thinks this case has a chance of of uh, of getting getting uh, uh, you know to conviction point. Yeah, the the couple were later charged with a felony for unlawful use of a weapon in the incident. Okay, there you go, there you go. And I know there's a lot of idiosyncrasies with the with the Missouri law. Like for instance, the the AR was a functioning rifle, uh-huh. but had no ammo, was unloaded. Okay. And the pistol was a non-functioning 
uh, firearm because they took the firing pin out and put the spring on the opposite side so it couldn't be used to shoot. They used it as a demo, as a prop gun in a case. Yeah. So yeah. neither one were current, were capable, either loaded or capable of being fired. Uh-huh. First off, folks, let Earl and I tell you right now, if you ever get to the point where you need to pull a firearm, you better make sure it's a working firearm. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And, I, you know, it's like my first thought was they got some cojones. Yeah. You know, the two of them stepping out onto the lawn with, with firearms of, you know, to to fend off a mob. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, are their cojones big for stepping on their lawn to fend off a mob with knowingly one of them has a non-functioning firearm and the other one, it ain't loaded. Here's what I think happened, uh, because they seem like intelligent people, all right? Well, um, we, we both agree that she could use a little more firearms training with the way she was well, holding the firearm. Yeah, her but, especially, know. but both. Yeah, yeah like I think I said this before, if I had a bucket of firearms training, she'd get 90% of it and he'd get 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed. Okay. agreed. Um, the, um, but they're smart. Nevertheless, they're smart people. You don't get to be you know, top attorneys in your town without being smart people. Um, I don't think this was one of those, hey, those guys are out there. You know, it doesn't really meet the statutory requirement for pointing a <laughs> firearm at them. So let's take unloaded guns and point them at them. I think this was one of those, crap, we're about to get overrun. Grab the gun. And she says, but it doesn't work. And he goes, they don't know that. And, she sa- and he says, I'm grabbing the AR. Crap, I don't know where the ammo is. And she says, well, they don't know that. Yeah. I think this was just they grabbed what they could to try and slow them down. Well, I don't have those issues. All mine are functioning, and well, any of them that, that I would be grabbing are loaded. Well, yeah, I mean, and, yeah, but, and and I just happened to notice it tickles mm-hmm. me the photo that the article we're referencing from. Right, he's barefoot. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. You, you ever saw that before? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I had noticed it before. Yeah, that was um, that was part of the Halloween costume. <laughs> Remember, you could get the pink shirt, the white pants, the brown belt, uh, the AR, and no shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the Halloween uh, costume well, for that. I, I, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I laugh at it. It's funny. But if something like this happened at my house, I would probably be barefoot, too. Oh, yeah. Barefoot or in flip Oh, yeah, I'm in the house, you know? Yeah, you know, What exactly. am I doing? I don't, wear my, exactly. I don't wear my shoes in the house. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, I wear my gun. I just don't, I don't wear my shoes in the house. Well, I might not be wearing it, but it ain't far away. Right, right. You got your you know, prison wallet? What are you talking about? A prison? Boy, you're writing a book? I, I mean, I mean, video, log, blog. You know, that's, um, the, uh, so here's why we bring them up, folks. Um, the, uh, they have decided, or he has decided, Mr. McCluskey, uh, he's running for Senate in Missouri. He's got my vote. Yeah, you got my vote. Listen, if it's a Democrat vote, we can make it count six times. <laughs> vote early and vote often. Yeah, I'm going to start mailing absentee ballots right now, whether they send nice, them to you or not. Nice, <laughs> I'm just gonna, there I'm you just going to start sending them in. There you go. And if they say I can't, don't worry. My bathroom's going to break down. I'm going to count them all after midnight. <laughs> I got him in a suitcase under this table, ready to go. Between between two and four in the morning, That's he it. is going to take the lead. That's right. He is going to win every bit of Broward County. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to win Pennsylvania right now, and he's only running in Missouri. He's going to bring out more votes than have ever been in the United States mm. ever. Yeah, yep. he's going to get more than uh, Stacey Abrams, the president of Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I don't even know his politics, but I would vote for him just based on the on the shared principle of what he was willing to do yeah. to, f- to defend his castle, yeah. his homestead. Yep. Yep. Uh, and, and you know what? It, it, and, and that, what he's able to do or what he was willing to do was, and remember he had his words out there, which is explains like, you and I have had this talk where if you have to do this, don't go out and engage people, you know, and don't, don't try and, 
have the conversation with them while you're having the firearm pointed at them. Um, well, now it makes sense why he was so verbal uh, because he was trying to you know dissuade them from coming up because he did not have <laughs> bullets in the gun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was willing to go out there and stand and say, "Get back, step off." It, it's a reminds me of a baseball story. <laughs> oh um, boy! A quick, a quick baseball story. There's a pitcher for the Mets, Noah Syndergaard. They call him Thor. Right. Okay. And, and a- after after Thor's story, I'll bring this back into fire. Okay. Okay. And then um, uh, first pitch of the World Series when they went back to New York in 2015, they had disrespected his team. He threw a pitch at the first pitch. He threw it at the head of the opposing player. That guy went down, and it was literally like, "Welcome to New York, buddy." Um, <laughs> Thanks for and, coming out. Oh wait, there, that's Boston. Right. And during the press conference, they asked him, uh, "Did he have a problem with that?" He goes, "No, I don't have a problem with that." And if they have a problem with it, they can meet me 60 feet and six inches away at the mound. <laughs> and that reminds me kind of the McCloskeys. Hey, you got a problem with me having a gun? Come up here and see how, see how big a problem you're going to have. Yeah. So the way I remember it is with the uh, him being so verbal is I hearken it back to my f- uh, my first uh, training class of you know defensive carry and the way he uh, my instructor uh, presented it was you, you know put up your hands yeah. and you become very loud and very verbal. I mean yeah. at the top of your lungs, stop, yeah. stay back, yeah. don't make me defend myself. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, so you, you do it. Yeah. You're, you're attracting attention, and what do they see? They see you with your hands up, yelling, stop, get back, and yelling yeah. at yeah. someone at full volume. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that also is an indicator. If somebody's willing to advance on you doing that, they're they're, they're they have ulterior motives. You're right. You're exactly right. Folks, that's the first hour of the program. We've got more coming up for you after the break. I'm going to take a little break here. So uh, so please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. 
Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. My name is Mike, promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Got about an hour left together here on the program. I do not do the show by myself. Let me introduce you to my fellow patriots in the room with me. On my left is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Man, that break keeps getting shorter and shorter. Shorter and shorter. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, I was trying to get some. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was doing a little uh, fine tuning on the fallen hero for for a little later in the program. So yeah, it, it was it was right there. Um, uh, I want to say uh, say hi to Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, attorney Kevin Maxwell, MaxLawOrlando.com. He was uh, was trying to get over here today. He uh, he's a uh, what did he just he just did some rehab for an injury, another injury he got uh, you know working out fighting or doing something crazy like he does he feels like he's got a you know he's like he's competing for uh, he was assaulted no this was after the assaulted one oh another one oh this was yeah uh, okay this, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 behind oh yeah behind yeah he then. just yeah, I think he was good with that and he took up sword fighting or something ridiculous oh, and, okay I'm and not surprised pulled something you know you know a muscle pulled something the muscle he pulled. And uh, was just been taking care of that. Um, <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's give you a few. Uh, few. It was his birthday recently, though. One hundred and sixty years old. Yes, 160 it was. One hundred and sixty years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looks about one hundred and sixty. I mean, for a vampire. Yeah, a vampire. Yeah, one hundred and sixty years old. So, so a happy birthday to him. Reach out to him, folks, at uh, maxlaworlando.com and stick around because he's going to give you his phone number when we get to the fallen hero segment. You can call him, wish him happy birthday yourself if you like. Mm-hmm. Just say I have a legal question. How many years can a lawyer, you know, make something up, have fun with it, who cares, you know. Uh, He's got nothing better to do with his time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Let's let's do some stats. Let's do some top countries. Top countries. Uh, The number one country that's downloaded and podcast and played around the world for Arms Room Radio. Back-to-back World War champ. USA! 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 Here we go, folks. The United States of America. Uh, number two is the United Kingdom uh, this month or this week. United Kingdom. Number three, making a pretty good push. We hadn't seen them up this far in a while. Is Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Uh, then we have just rolling down here Germany. Zafadalan. Zafadalan. Yeah. Uh, Lithuania. That's hmm. in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they changed the map yeah. after I graduated. Yep. That yeah. one. I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then uh, then Turkey. Turkey's good. I love, dude, I Ooh, love, good I, sandwich. I love some turkey. I really do. Uh, let's see. You know, usually I'm uh, hungry and I have turkey with my friend Chad. <laughs> con- con- country names. Uh, very, very, very poor dad humor there. So oh. we'll just move on from that. Uh, oh, let's boy. see. Let's see. Let's jump into you a see story. What I got, you, you hear what I got to put up with, folks? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's, 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 let's jump into some story if we All can right. here. Um, 
I think I think we'll talk about because this will probably take a little bit. The House Democrats. House. Oh, we ain't, we ain't got my, that much show no, left. Th- yeah, right. right. So I and I'm not talking just in. today. No, no. We'll roll this one into this this uh, topic, this segment, and next. Um, House Democrats introduce a bill to close existing gun loopholes. Earl? Um, oh, are, are, you, before you go off on your tangent. Yep, yep. And yep. prevent mass shootings. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, we, um, we, we've got, we've got you know, bills that'll do that. Really? We should make shoot mass shootings illegal, Earl. Not already? Well, I don't know. Evidently, murder is okay, according to the, the way this article reads. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because all we need, Earl, is one more law. Yeah. yeah one more law, and, and, and that'll end all of it. What, the 2,000-plus the gun laws that are on the books Just nationwide absolutely ridiculous. doing it, but we need more. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, for those of us listening to where our, our, our home base is, Location Bravo in Orlando, you recognize this name. The, uh, the sponsor of this is a Democrat representative from Florida, Val Demings. Former um, Orlando police chief, you know what finds, Val Demings. Exactly right. You know what I find uh, astounding, Earl, is that one of the things she proposed is that um, you must report a firearm stolen. Really? Um, in a certain amount of times. Really? A certain amount of time. Otherwise, you could be guilty. You, you as the victim of the crime, would now okay. be the suspect in the in the crime of not reporting your firearm stolen. So, she she's a perfect person. We could ask her how how fast she reported her firearm being lost and or stolen. Oh, you out, mean out of her marked patrol car when well, she was the Orlando chief of police. You mean the time she tried to cover it up you mean the time when oh, she see because she reported oh, it they oh, just okay she just didn't okay. report it to her agency oh okay she reported uh, it to okay. a different agency where her husband happened to be the sheriff oh that's right uh that's and right. and first of all that was it took a little doing because it's they don't they're not together that's like a that's a total yeah you know, say, political I, marriage I, at this I, point. I yeah. remember remember hearing something you know hearing that you know the wife was chief of police in the city. Yep. The husband was sheriff for the county the yep. city resides in. And I'm starting thinking, man, that's a lot of power yep. in that household. And somebody's yep. like, dude, it's spread out in two houses. Yeah. What? Yeah. They're not living together. They're nope. they're married on paper only. That's it. Just, oh, to, just okay. to keep the politics up. Just to keep the politics up. So then she, uh, after her third election, got elected to the... Uh, to the House of Representatives, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you got to keep keep trying, you keep finding it. But you know, the Democrat Party created a new district for her with the redistricting, and it's how yeah. she got to elected. Not surprising. So, yeah, right. Um, yes, uh, she would like us to uh, uh, you know work on this package. It's a uh, it's a swift. They want us to move swiftly on a package of common sense. Common sense, Earl. Common sense. You, you notice how they always have to tell you, yeah, this subject they're bringing up is common sense you know i think it's pretty common sense that murder is illegal and that should be enough i think that's common sense it is does, to me does the way i commit the murder have to be a separate crime hmm it's murder right murder is the it's the murder yeah, it's murder yeah, I, 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 I can kind of yeah i think that's common Mur- sense. murder yeah. is murder not saying well you know I, I i didn't do it like this i did it like this so that means a less offense is your victim dead yeah Yes. Okay. We're good. It's murder. 
She wants us to move swiftly on a package of common sense efforts to close the obvious loopholes. Obvious. obvious. Clearly. Obvious. Clearly. I mean, I mean, I don't. They use some kind of loophole. Must be a loophole. That's when, like when you go to the gun show and you just feel yeah. like, I'd like to reach into the loophole and not get paid to do a background check. Or, or yeah, you know, mm. somebody comes into, the, you know, comes into the gun store. It's like, yeah, I want, I want this gun. I want to use the loophole. What? Uh, she wants to close those loopholes in America's gun laws, prevent mass shootings, and protect law enforcement officers and the public from high-powered rapid fire and untraceable weapons. Um, I don't think she has a clue what she's talking about. Pretty much. Um, or she has such a clue that she's trying to lie and mislead the public, as the Democrat Party does. Um, the reason for firearms, and listen, we are so out of balance right now. What our founding fathers envisioned was to have the same firearms that our government had. When they came to Lexington and Concord, it wasn't to take the muskets that the soldiers had or that the Minutemen had. It was to take the cannons, cannonballs, and powder in the armory behind them. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, listen, once they take those, then they'd have taken the muskets. You know, but that's yeah, how it works. pretty much. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag studio. Uh, stick around. We have got more for you about this incredible new law that's going to save everybody's life when we get back from the break. Yay! We're saved. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance... Brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the coming back in one minute. Bill of Needs. One minute. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. 
When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425. All right, coming back. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. We, uh, we left you a last segment. We were talking about uh, the, the new House Democrat proposal to save us all from any violence whatsoever, including firearms violence. Uh, it's called, Earl, it's called Protecting Our Communities Act. Ah, but, okay. I mean, that sounds good, right? I mean, I want to protect our communities. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to protect my community, though, with um, interlocking fields of fire is, is kind of how I want to do Maybe a little air cover, some artillery, perhaps. And, you know, and, and crossover, uh, what, what's the in, inter, interlocking? Interlocking fields pla- of fire. Pla- yeah. placing, placements of explosives? Oh, ex- oh, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? It reminds me now. Oh boy! Ah, uh, crap! Sorry, folks. We were talking about home I defense sent, weapons. Sent him down the rabbit hole. Home defense firearms. Uh huh. I think a claymore would be the best home defense. Yeah, I remember. I, you yeah. know, as much as I as much as I school you and correct you <laughs> over weapon versus firearm, I will concede. Okay, you're talking claymores. All right, we're claymore talking. would be a weapon. We're, I we're, can talk, say that. we're talking weapons. There you go. That's where I was trying to go, and you just kept pulling me off balance. <laughs> Stick to firearms. Okay. Herding the cats. Yep. Herding the cats. Protecting Our Communities Act. Protecting Our Communities Act. Um, this is HR three two nine nine. HR thirty two nine nine. One of the other things that uh, Representative Val Deming said, and Earl, you have to help me with this one. Um, she says that we should all agree that criminals shouldn't be able to buy a gun or download one. But, huh? How, you you heard how, me, Earl. How, how, criminals how, shouldn't be able to you, buy a gun or download one. How do you download a gun? Well, you you know you. It says, "Congratulations, you've won a free gun." Push the button here, and you push the button, and then how do you get? You it? have a gun. You do. Well, I mean that's what Dal says. I mean she can't be wrong, right? What? She says I got download a gun. What does it pop out of the CD drawer or something? I I guess it must. I guess it must. This folks, this is the, just the excellent point we're trying to make of how much this former chief of police who got her own gun stolen doesn't know anything about guns. Yeah, and and I'm I'm going to go a little bit being you know. Your, your prior law enforcement, so I'm not going to uh, put you on the spot of saying something about a fellow law enforcement. I'm the Joe Blow civilian. I'll say it. I heard a, uh, a, a, a episode of her claiming her 20-something-plus-year career as a law enforcement officer that some other Republican yeah. political official doesn't know what they're talking about on some issue. Uh, folks, let's clarify. 
Yeah, she has 20-something years, maybe uh, just to be accurate, maybe close to 25 years career in law enforcement. Uh, okay, I'm just for conversation, 25 years, 24 of those years were behind a desk. Yeah, she was a, a law enforcement executive politician. Yeah, is what administrator. She was. And yeah. I, I'm yeah. not yeah. not discounting. No, no, no. The job an administrator does. You know, no. everybody know if you're if you're an adult of experience. I'm going to say I'm not even going to put an age on it. You know, uh, I'm generalizing. The job ain't done till the paperwork's done, and law enforcement has a ton yep. of paperwork that has to be done. So yes, that is a valuable. Point because you know uh, most law enforcement paperwork could potentially be evidence in court, so yes, that is a that is a very important job. But she conveys herself that she walked a beat or was on patrol for twenty plus years. Yeah, she made it sound like she was the blue knight out there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, she 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 was not that. You know, I I I, I tend to think with you know especially the the how many. How many years have we known each other now? Uh, 15. That long? Okay. I was going to say, you know, okay. Yeah. The 10 plus years you and I known each yeah. other, you would probably want me to back you up on a felony stop more than you would want the former chief of police for Orlando backing you up. No, and she's not bringing her gun with her because she got it stolen. <laughs> so, I mean, what difference does it make, you know? Oh, well, I, um, I, I got two. I can make up for that one. Sure. There you go. Uh, she At says least. stuff like, um, again, uh, uh, you can agree that criminals shouldn't be able to buy a gun or download one. I don't know how that happens. That weapons which fire through police officers' ballistic vests should be tightly and rightly controlled. And that weapons modifications that allow shooters to fire hundreds of rounds a minute simply have no place on our streets. She has taken this to the point where she is trying to make the police officers the targets of every crime. Oh, okay? okay. She's trying to say that police officers... She's defending police. I was a police chief, so I hereby want these guns off the street to defend police officers. Okay. Um, which is basically, folks, this, the same as saying, um, I want to uh, prevent you from fighting against tyranny. All right. Because it's the same type of weapons. Nobody's advocating taking any weapon, whether it shoots a lot or is, has a high ballistic uh, a velocity, and shooting them at, at, at police officers. That's a murder. That's felony. Right. That's already illegal. Okay. Right. That's already illegal. What you do when you take those weapons away from the honest, good-working, hard-working, American, constitutional-supporting citizens is you weaken a country. Okay. You weaken the response of your community to any threat they may receive. Okay? If the McCluskeys didn't have an AR-15, do you think their house wouldn't would have got stormed? Quite possibly. Okay? Because the way she was holding that pistol, she wasn't stopping nobody. Okay? <laughs> All right? It, it, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. Uh, yeah, it was, after it the fact. It was, after yeah, the yeah, fact. Yeah, While yeah, it, was, it was going on, was, whoa, was, hey, hey, watch where you're waving at, honey. Make no mistake, Val Demings wants your guns, and she's willing to make it sound like she's protecting law enforcement officers. The so, only thing she's trying to do is disarm you, the legal, law-abiding, gun-owning citizen. So she's switching from, it's for the children, to... It's for the police officers. Well, think about it. Listen, uh, Black Lives Matter has been all against police. She's a black female. She can come out and against police, try and get that crossover vote because ah. she's also wants to run for senator here in the state of Florida. Oh yeah, yeah, and and, and she's probably proud of the fact that uh, early on I heard that she made a short list from potential, uh, yeah, running mates. Yeah, and four black women made that list. Yeah, because uh, that's uh, what Joe was looking for. Yeah, but you know. Joe Joe isn't a racist. Before he looked at you know 
yeah. achievements and or qualifications. He just, you know, who are you going to pick for a potential vice president? Oh, I want a black woman. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking for a qualified person. I'm looking for a black woman. So she's crap. She's running up against little Marco down there out of South Florida, Marco Rubio. Uh, um, he's going to wipe the floor with her. Good. So that'll be all right. Um, the next one on this list is uh, Sheila Jackson Lee. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the I can't even say the word on here, but it's an S show is what, what's going on there. Okay. Um, there's another one out of Oregon here, Peter DeFazio. That sounds like a good name, though, right? DeFazio. Hey, hey how you doing? It's Def- hey, it's DeFaz. How you doing, Faz? And if, huh? if that name was on a pizza joint, I'd oh, be I'd Oh, be man. I'd oh, be now I want some. That's what I want. Hey, can I get the, the DeFazio special over here? Yeah, that's 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 good. It comes uh, it comes with uh, without any firepower on it. You know, it's just very bland, very bland, very bland. Uh, out of New York, uh, Adriano Espalat. Adriano Ooh, Espalat. Now, uh, is is it wrong? I jumped from wanting pizza to craving Italian. I know. I think I'm there too. I think we might have to contact Mrs. Earl and Mrs. Mike and see what they're doing for dinner. Um, I already got plans. Oh, well, screw you then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Representative Joe Negusi out of Colorado. Representative Mike Quigley. He's from. Uh, he's from down under. He's from down under Illinois. He's from. He's, a, he's from. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a boy. He's got a long range rifle. Um, <laughs> Representative Mike Thompson from California. And oh, I love this guy's name. Representative Ted Dooch from. Uh, Dooch. It's Ducci. the Dooch. It's the Dooch. <laughs> hey, Dooch. Uh, from Florida, that guy's a, a a whack. Also, here's the most extreme part I find about all of this, Earl. Every one of them has made public speeches about the firearms bill that they have proposed, HR three two nine nine, and how HR three two nine nine is going to save lives and close loopholes. And HR three two nine nine is the end all be all to gun gun violence in this country. Um, if you go to the uh, the the House site and pull up HR. Two nine nine, right? Yeah, it's the, blank. The, do you mean? Do you mean the the website? The website, yeah, the, it's blank. There's nothing there. Title page and nothing. You you can't read what's in it. Nope, there's nothing in it. It's blank. So how how do they think it? How, how do they expect criminals to read it to follow it? Well, I mean, I guess they realize they put everything of value into it, into writing. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, this, folks, this is like if you go to your teacher, your professor, or your boss, and he says. Um, Listen, I got this project I need you to do for me. It's three works, uh, and it's going to be uh, three months worth of work, and it's really good. And you're like, man, I'm good. I'm good at this. And you work on it for three months, and you come back, and the big title of this is How to Make My Company a Million Dollars, right? And you've been working on it, and they've been paying you to do this. And then it's time to sit down and brief them, and you open that book up, that binder up, and there's nothing in it. There's nothing in it. Well, how are you going to make us money? Well, we're going to give speeches and say that we agree that this company should make more money. Eh. <laughs> that's that's what they've done. That's what they've done. This is the best they could come up with since Sleepy Joe got elected. This is their comprehensive making communities safer act. <laughs> well, I always fall back on it looking at, you know, the 2,000 plus gun laws that are on the books nationwide in all the different municipalities, counties, states, and we're having the issues we're having. But one more, that will take care of it. Just one more. Just one more. Mm-hmm. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. When we're gone, Earl and I are going to try and come up with just one more law to fix this country. We'll see you after the break. Oh, boy. No pressure. No pressure.
40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's the an hero connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go... Do we have Major Bill today? ...above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. About uh, two minutes. I haven't gotten a call from Major Bill yet. Three, two, six, nine, Probably nine, be seven. without him. Well, this is Warrior Project. Oh, okay, gotcha. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov. One minute. Office to register. One minute. I heard that. Hey, I put it in there right after. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world. It's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant First Class Clifford E. Beatty died May 22, 2011, serving during Operation New Dawn. Beatty, 37, of Medical Lake, Washington, 
was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 63rd Armor Regiment, 2nd Brigade Combat Team, 1st Infantry Division, Fort Riley, Kansas. He was killed in action in Baghdad of wounds suffered when enemy forces attacked his unit and vehicle with an improvised explosive device. Sergeant First Class Beatty was survived by his wife, Chief Warrant Officer Grade 2 Karen D. Beatty. Also killed was Army Private First Class Ramon Mora Jr., 19, of Ontario, California. Army Sergeant First Class Clifford E. Beatty. Army Private First Class Ramon Mora Jr., you are not forgotten. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. As always. Yeah, yeah, as always. I think we got that part already. We can pull that uh, pull that part down, and we just Oops, go. Wrong button. Let's see if we got wrong it. button. That's all right. Let's see if we got Kevin's uh, Kevin's little supporting uh, comments here. There's a, there's a, there we go. There if that. you or a family member no, there or a friend have there any there legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself whatever your legal issue is. I'll tell you what, Earl, the gremlins have been running crazy today. Uh, Let's I, smack them around a little bit. Oh, yeah. Listen, just, just, just don't, have fun with it. Just don't get them wet and don't feed them after midnight. Exactly. I think that's right. Is exactly. that, is that, is that, is then that they the multiply. Both, that's the rules, yeah. Um, thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for uh, supporting the Fallen Hero segment of the program. You've been doing that since uh, day one. You know, Earl, I, I've gone through this, and I, and I do the research on each one of these uh, the best I can. Um Here's the, the the really, I mean, sad part about this story. I mean, obviously, these two soldiers dying is incredibly, uh, you know, uh, heart-wrenching and sad. But um, Army Sergeant First Class Clifford E. Beatty was um, deployed at the same time with his, with his wife, uh, Chief Warrant Officer Karen Beatty. They were in the same camp at Cap, Camp Liberty. Okay. He was out on a mission. She was back in the camp. And the battalion commander and the chaplain just had to walk to her her hooch and say oh man and and then she couldn't even make a call home for two three days to talk to his family because they have to wait for the contact team the casualty assistance team to contact the rest of the next of kin back home so she was she was very distraught obviously i can imagine um uh, they had deployed together um and for those that are just curious right now when you deploy together even if you are married you, you live in separate barracks and separate dorms uh, when you're in the combat zone, it's not like you're home, and at night you go home to the same house, you know? Yeah, it's um, men on this side, women on this side. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, and um, We don't and care what you identify as. Exactly men right. Men are over right. here, women yeah. are over there. Two, two years later, um, Chief Beatty ended up becoming the soldier of the year uh, in the Army uh, over the support she did for, you know, helping families and things along those nice. lines. So, um, Absolutely. Uh, absolutely incredible to hear uh, you know what happened with her, um, Earl. You, b- before we went, uh, b- folks, also we don't have Major Bill. He's uh, he's out on a uh, he's, at work on a mission. He's Actually, violating rights. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bypass him um, today and uh, and let that go. Um, Earl, we were talking last segment, um, and you uh, you discovered uh, you were talking about Colonel Jeff Cooper, and you found his quote. Yes, yeah. G- re- relating this back to you know our, uh, I tie this. It, this struck a nerve with me because a former law enforcement officer, is that the correct term? Yes. Well, the, the representative, you know, Val Demings, you yep. know, former former chief of police in our, here in our hometown, Orlando, Florida, 
uh, thinks she's going to bring out a new law that's going to take care of all our problems. Just one more law. Yeah, you know, there, there, there are there are you know over two thousand plus firearms laws on the books nationwide, but we need one more. And I break it down to the simplicity of something uh, Colonel Jeff Cooper came up with. And I'm quoting here. If violent crime is to be curbed, it is only the intended victim who can do it. The felon does not fear the police, and he fears neither judge nor jury. Therefore, what he must be taught, he, he must be taught to fear is his victim. Yeah, you, if you don't fear the victim. Yeah. They obviously don't fear the police. Exactly. They obviously don't fear the law. Obviously don't fear the government. It's, it's, it's they must fear the victim. And you guess how you fear the victim? Do not take the victim's Second Amendment rights away from them. Exactly. Exactly. That's where, you know, let's put a little, little, uh, uh, mutual Omaha Wild Kingdom spin on this. How many porcupines do you see getting harassed by lions? Yeah, not many uh, the, a second time. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah. the cubs will do it once. Yeah, yeah. But the adults, yeah, they, yeah. they'll yeah. just sit there and look at it. So, yeah. Wow, that looks tasty. But no, I'm not messing with it. Yeah, they come back with them. Uh, them uh, quills. Quills, there you go. Quills in the nose. Uh-huh. Yeah, they ain't doing that no more. Yeah. That's it. We're leaving a, we're leaving a little sharp thing alone. Yeah. And I call the big one bitey. You know? And, and <laughs> this, this, you know, Colonel Jeff Cooper's quote plays into, yes, it is a cliche saying, when the wolves can't tell the sheep from the lions, the whole flock is safer. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean make all of the lions look like sheep. Exactly. That means... When all of the sheep look like the lions. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what you get. That's what you get. So let's see here. Let's see here. Um, we've got uh, some new stuff, some new laws. We've got about three, four minutes here. Let me give you a little Delaware update, and then we'll, see, we'll give you a new topic next segment here. Um, Delaware House uh, has, has passed uh, some new, uh, new, new legislation. I know you're listening to us up there in Delaware. Always great to have you guys with us. Um, we have... It's about ghost guns, real because you know ghost guns are the devil, and um, you know a, a ghost gun could clearly, uh, you know, just uh, go ahead, go ahead. I say uh, the, the ghost gun is the new, new evil term, la- you know, hung on the product that you're legally allowed to produce for yourself. Exactly right. Yeah, you're allowed to make your own firearm. These are pe- these are portions of that firearm that can be used to assemble. Uh, and build a firearm, and there has to be work done to them. You can't just, this is not just a model kit. This right. is not like when you buy a kit and you put it together. This is like buying a car, but you got to mill out the engine block. Okay. okay. This, this is kind of the same thing. You have to do work for this. This is not just they put it together. Um, despite attempts to exclude them, police, members of the military, and hobbyists would also be barred from owning so-called ghost guns, 3D printed objects created via the use of digital files made available online, according to a bill that passed Delaware State House Thursday. Listen, uh, for all those people that are currently sitting in the military or as law enforcement officers, I want you to go around. I want you to look at laws. I want you to talk to people in California, New York, and New Jersey and find out how they treat you once you retire honorably from those, those, those services, whether it's you know military or law enforcement. 
all of the exemptions you enjoy as a current active duty person or active law enforcement are gone the moment you retire. Because once you retire, you're just collecting a moment. Hold on, Earl's doing something with my. There we go. What? What are you doing? It's in my mouth now. <laughs> Whoa, hey, <laughs> give him a little context here. <laughs> it's Earl's messing with my microphone. Um, <laughs> this is a habit. Uh, this is a problem. And I just did the adjustment here. This is a problem, Earl, because during the week we have to change the settings. Oh, and I, okay. I get used to, yeah, I get used yeah. to at a certain setting. Um, but going back to those law enforcement officers, the law enforcement officers, those, those military, once you retire, they don't trust you anymore because they can't order you what to do. Yeah. They can't tell you what to do and threaten your job over you. So you lose your exemptions after that. So when you see this in Delaware, now where they're not even trusting the active law enforcement and active military, we saw this with the National Guard that was around the Washington, D.C. after the uh, inauguration, remember? They were doing background checks on the individual members of the military, and if they found they were Trump supporters, they were sending them home. Yeah, yeah. They wanted loyalists. They didn't want soldiers. Exactly. They wanted loyalists to the individual. The oath is to the office. It's not to the man. Yeah. Okay? But that's not what they're looking for. Delaware, you should be afraid. Not only do they want to take your guns, but they want to take them away from those that protect you as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and simply put, Again, you know, going back to I'm I'm my only experience has been as a private citizen. Uh, good. I I really don't have any problems with uh, them lumping military no. and law enforcement. Oh, I'm absolutely in, 100% in, in, agree in with, with you. Yeah. With me as a, as a private citizen, because, you know, oh. this is good for us. This is how law enforcement feels that. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, now now oh, wait, hold on, I get now it. their eyes yeah, are opened yeah. a little bit. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, I'm I'm lumped in with everybody else. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cop. Exactly. No, we don't care. You listen to Arms Room Radio, stick around, we'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. I was talking straight into it. Was it too loud? There's 29 more. Too low. Innovation. Performance. Oh. Keltec. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Well, that's right. I try and talk right down. Hey everyone, into this it. is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at NextLevelTraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's NextLevelTraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Mark. Hey, you there. Can you hear me? Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I'm I help here. you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with no, me. No, no, it doesn't matter the county. Last question. Uh, the only thing that matters yeah. is if it's Will you go to the, the prom not. with me? Not a chance. So Thanks you, for calling, though. Fine. Yeah, so Titus, you, you, you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol? Just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. 
And be sure to tell them the guys from Arm. Back in one minute. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. Um, Earl, I'm going to let you decide. Let you decide, and I think I got away. I think I know what you're going to say. Do you want to talk the new South Carolina open carry, or do you want to talk about these six handgun cartridges that will soon be obsolete? Duh. All right, six handgun cartridges that soon will be obsolete. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm putting it on. I, I, I would like to make it a, a part of the record, uh, if I could, Your Honor. Uh, let's see. Six dead, dying, and soon-to-be obsolete handgun cartridges. I really wanted Kevin here for this. If that's not a giveaway yeah, as to one of these. Let's go with uh, number one, numero uno, the 32 ACP, lingering but unloved. Uh, though it was the original sidearm of secret agent James Bond. 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 James, James Bond. Bond. Even the Walter PPK can't turn the 32 ACP into anything reasonably approaching a decent self-defense cartridge. For those of you in the United States... Um, 99% of the Walter PPs, PPKs, PPKSs you saw were 380. Yeah. Um, 32, because of the Gun Control Act of 1968, um, there was a point system based on how many points it had, could it be imported, imported in? Well, if it was a 32 and it was a small, compact firearm, it wasn't allowed in. So we never saw those. The only 32s we ever saw in this country were like war bringbacks from World War II. Okay. Okay. That that kind of stuff. Um, so there was a very very small amount. Uh, let's see. This caliber is a is a decent self defense cartridge. Now that self defense, I'm going to say is uh, in that 21 foot circle, Earl. I'd call that. Yeah. At, at maximum. Yeah. Usually that five to ten foot range is more like it. Yeah. Okay. It's a belly gun. Uh, I'm I'm going I'm going to strip this way down to the bare basics. Better than nothing. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I'll do. Yeah, exactly right. No, I, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that exactly. Um, and here's one that's not the next one, Earl. Is not even as good as that, in my opinion. Uh. I, every every once in a while, I see this round in a box, and I'm like, is is that still here? Why do we still have that? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, is there not like a? Can we get like a a, a bullet yet? buyback program or something like that? <laughs> and we got gun buybacks. Why can't we have a bullet buyback? We haven't you know? sold this ammo yet. What the heck? The 25 Auto, uh, and as the title says here, you're better off with a shovel. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they, so they, they mean AK-47s, right? No, <laughs> no, no, no. The, 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 uh, the author of this article that's referencing all the, all the different calibers of ammunition, uh, was re- it was a story personally related to him of someone watched one man empty an entire magazine that's all I can say. He doesn't give an actual round count into another man's torso. So the shooter emptied an entire mag of 25 auto into the shootee. The shootee then proceeded to go back to his vehicle, grab a truck or grab a shovel out of his truck, and then goes back and beats the shooter to death with the sh- with the shovel. That'll learn him. 
<laughs> Which, yeah, I, that'll I, learn them. I, I would do that too. I would as well. Um, it 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 has a little uh, side note. It says here. Uh, John Browning is possibly our greatest firearms designer ever. Not only did he give us the 1911 pistol, the 1894 Winchester rifle, and the Browning Auto 5 shotgun, he's also responsible for the 45 Auto, the 50 BMG cartridge uh, as well. However, Earl, every once in a while, even the greatest batters strike out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, uh, yeah. Every genius stumbles now and then. <laughs> and and I, I, will, I will greatly agree with that, that, John Moses Browning is probably the most prolific firearms designer, engineer, whatever you want to call him, in in uh, for for the United States. I mean, he he's up there with any name any name manufacturer. I mean, Eugene Stoner, yeah. Mikhail Kalishnikov, you know, b- yeah. Samuel Colt. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I, I remember when the when T-shirts that had like different names on them, and you had to know the uh, the 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 subject that they pertain to to, to right. be cool. Right. I wanted to make one of those up. John, and underneath uh, Gaston, and then Eugene. Oh yeah, there you and go. And Mikhail. There you go. Very nice. The Beatles, ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. You. you. Know, that's uh yeah this the the, the twenty five is uh it says here it's a uh, that the twenty two magnum is more powerful I think that's almost cheapening the twenty two magnum the twenty two magnum <laughs> has the same ballistics as a nine mil twenty five feet and less it's a yeah. very powerful handgun up uh, in close when, whenever I hear a a a article or something like that talking about uh, five seven they compare oh, yeah. the five seven to the twenty two what mag, twenty two magnum. That's just that's just not that's not right. Well, they may not be you know straight up comparing it. Yeah. They they they'll mention similarities. Oh, okay. Well, they both have lead and brass involved. Yeah. Uh, let's see the next one, number three, the forty-one Magnum, the forty-one Pro Magnum. That's the compromise that no one wanted. <laughs> Introduced in 64, 1964, the forty-one Magnum was intended to be the ideal hunting handgun cartridge. It was also thought that cops who couldn't handle the 44 Magnum recoil would find it more appealing than the 357 Magnum. With support from the great Elmer Keith, the 41 Magnum was supposed to bridge the gap between 357 and 44 Magnums. Though a few, support, few police departments adopted it and a handful of hunters seemed to love it, it never fully developed any mass appeal. Today, with the proliferation of 10 mil pistols yeah, and revolvers that offer great terminal performance with less recoil, it would appear that the 41 Magnum is headed for extinction. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever held a 41 Magnum. Now, I've held a 41 AE. I've, um, I've held a 41 Magnum. But, but I've never seen the 41 Magnum before. I, I have also have to concede to you that when I held a 41 Magnum, I was a child. Oh. A, a long time ago. It's your baby gun. It's your, yeah, give yeah. it to the little baby Earl. Well, Let him it, carry the it, 41 Magnum. It wasn't Magnum. mine. I, it, was, it was my uncle's. Gotcha. But let go. me hold it. Uh, it the, was cool. Number four, the 32 H&R Magnum. Not Magnum enough. I'll say I never even really heard of this. One. I, I have heard of the thirty-two uh, H&R Magnum, and it's just not Magnum enough. It, it really, it really isn't. It's too thin. It's too long. Um, it's not. It's not like a. It, it would almost think like a thirty carbine rifle. Okay. But nowhere near as powerful. It's just. It's, oh, it's just, all right. Yeah. It, it, it's really not there. Um, and. Um, it's, it's, it's just never caught on. It's a it's an 85-grain round, uh, 1,100 feet per second, 220 pounds foot energy. 
Uh, it just didn't have what the uh, 327 Federal Magnum had. Uh, Smith & Wesson Long, um, I had this. I have a Smith & Wesson Long. It's an old Smith gun. In fact, we talked about it on here, in here on the air, which is like an 800 foot per, feet per second gun. It, it's got no... This is why they came out with the 45 when, when the 32 came out, the 32 ah, Smith & Wesson. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's like swinging a bat at somebody instead of hitting them with a truck. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, you know, I have it because it's a Smith and has value to it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave number five for a moment. We're going to go to number six. Yeah, we'll, 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 go um, we'll go The 45 back. Gap, a case of oh. drunken engineers. I'm going to steal your thunder a little bit. Do Four, it. 45 Gap, G-A-P. Glock automatic pistol. As much as I love the platform, really, this is the caliber you come up with. Yeah, they were trying to, you know, Gaston had done incredible things, and he was trying to come up with his own oh, caliber. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have his own caliber. No. This was the thought to come up with his own caliber. I'll tell you what. The good thing I like about the Gap Earl is just like you could shoot the forty cal in a ten mil, uh-huh. I could shoot a forty five Gap in a forty five ACP nice. in the Glock in the Glock. Nice. Um, it just allows you to do it uh, because of the way the Glock extractors are, are built into the firearm. Um, that was great because gap ammo for years and years was going down at 15 cents a round. So when, when, when 45 ammo shot up to 80 cents a round, I was still buying all the gap ammo. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've bought it all because there's no more available. And lastly, this is the, uh, we like to call this one the, uh, the Kevin Maxwell. This should be the 40 K&M, not the 40 S&W. <laughs> And I'll let you talk about the 40 S and W. Yeah, yeah. They said the the FBI kills its own baby. Uh, th- there was a uh, a shootout by the FBI in Miami in 1986, and it was at the after action report was that a the the main trigger puller in this shootout, uh, the bad guy, took a lethal round from a nine mil, but it didn't do the job. Uh, well enough. It was like two millimeters from penetrating his heart. So the FBI's knee-jerk reaction, we need a bigger caliber. So they came up, did all the tests, came up with 10 millimeter. Yep. Full house, full power 10 millimeter, it's quite a handful. It's great round. Uh, the, the FBI cadets had a tough time handling it. It was too big a round for them. So they, they started downloading it, yep. you know, reducing power. And then somebody came up with the understandable idea, if we're going to download it, let's make it smaller. It's crazy, and the 40 is on the way out because of it. Yeah, uh, now they're going back to 9 mil. Folks, thanks for joining us. It's been a great time with you. We'll see you next week. Until then, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. And if you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Perfect timing. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rocket. Very good. Right. You just let that hold. You just let that hold on yep. for a second. Hey, Jesus, that's like you got it. It's like dropping a bowling ball on my, on my head. When that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? I know. Not at I know. all? Mag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.